This is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM. If you've just tuned in, the time is quarter past ten. My name is Vanessa Bourne and uh, this is In The Zone with me until 12 o'clock. Now, uh, my guest this morning is John Sanai and uh, he is a futures strategist and we're going to be talking about how to transform your relationship with money. And uh, this is a subject that uh, my husband and I started looking into about three years ago. Fascinating subject. And people will say to him, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, money is the root of all evil. Um, you mustn't you mustn't desire money, uh, things like that. But I found out a lot of other feelings around money. And John is going to be talking to us about that this morning. Good morning, John, and welcome to Radio Holderberg. Thank you so much for having me. Such a great topic to be chatting about and uh, happy to share all my research around it. Now, my first question to you, John, is can a person have a relationship with money? Surely we have relationships with human beings, our moms, our dads, our husbands, our children. Um, What is, you know, can we have a relationship with money? Well, you know, the thing is, is we have a relationship with every single thing we have in our lives, from our phone to our body to our shoes to our car and people and money. Mm -hmm. So we really are able to project and desire and expect things from these very minute little relationships we have. But I think the best way to start this discussion is to start with this line, this quote that I read many years ago. It said, are you running away from the darkness or are you running towards the light? Uh And what this means is that from the outside, we are all goal-orientated, we're ambitious, we're moving towards something, we're creating something, but one person is fueled by anxiousness and one person is fueled by excitement. Mm. Now, the person that is fueled by anxiousness has a terrible relationship with reality, has a terrible relationship with fear. And money falls into this category that many of us somehow, I don't know what has happened to us in society, but somehow many, many people have a lot of depression, anxiousness, Mm -hmm. and resentment around the subject of money. And so, you know, I suffered from this for many, many years. I come from a single mom family. And my mom was always anxious around money. Mm -hmm. And it took me years and years and years to unlearn that patterning that I picked up from my mother. And so I dived deep into the subject of money about 15 years ago. And I can comfortably say that my money relationship has improved dramatically. And uh, now I write about it and um, teach people how to evolve into a better relationship with it. Now, you've mentioned um, that your relationship with money came basically from how you were brought up. So how are beliefs and feelings towards money shaped? Is it from our parents? Um, who influences um, our beliefs around money? And where does that come from? Well, there's a great quote that says, your actions are so loud, I can't hear a word you say. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and what is that our parents unfortunately were taught by their parents and by their parents and society and religion and culture and there's so many nuances around this idea that money is evil like you said or money is the root of all evil or money doesn't grow on trees Mm. you have to work hard for money and these are all very old school mindsets and so what we've done is we've grown up watching our parents struggle become anxious frustrated and many times fight quite a lot because Mm -hmm. of the lack of money inside families and so yes those relationships are formed in our formative years as we are learning them from our parents and then it becomes our task in our adult life to break those cycles 
And whatever those cycles may be, they might be of any abuse, uh, but money specifically is something that you have to unlearn in a very specific way. And so I've developed a process I call the joy of money. Would you like me to unpack it for you? Yes, please. <laughs> I think most people would so, love to hear because uh, yes. many of us come to work, we earn an income, um, we have to pay bills at the end of the month. And, uh, you know, we sort of sometimes go into a scarcity mindset, simply just looking at the money come in and the money go out. So I'd love to hear about that. I'd love to hear more about that. Sure. So first, before I tell you about it, do you know somebody who makes money no matter what's going on in the economy? And do you know somebody that never makes money no matter what's going on in the economy? Yes, on both. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so what is it that those people have that they can just keep making money? It's an emotional frequency. And every single one of your listeners Some things come very easy to them and other things come very hard to them. And so if you really have to break down the emotional state towards the things that come easy to you, you'll figure out that you actually have joy towards that subject. And the things that don't come easy to you, you have a lot of frustration, depression, and anxiousness towards them. A very big topic besides money is women complaining on social media where all the good men are. I'm sure you've seen many of those. In that that complaint, the emotional state is quite loudly telling reality that there are no good men out there. Mm. And so what do we continuously do? We keep finding what our belief system keep telling us because our brain continuously trying to prove to us that what we believe is true. So if we take the joy of money and we break it down and we say, okay, what is joy made up of? Because joy is quite a complex process. Mm. And in my research, it's made up of three emotions, excitement, ease, and love. Now, if you have a joy towards something, you're always excited that it's happening and it's coming. You're always at ease that it's arriving. And you're always in love with that specific subject, whatever it may be. Now, how many people have a relationship with money that is exactly the opposite of excitement, Mm -hmm. ease, and love? People have depression, anxiousness, and fear, Mm -hmm. or even resentment towards people with money. And guilt. And guilt. Mm -hmm. Okay, yes, that's a whole other story there as well. (laughs) But if we have to, like, imagine you had a friend, right? And your friend, you were always depressed that your friend wasn't going to come spend time with you. And then you were anxious when your friend wasn't come to spend time with you. And when they did come spend time with you, you'd shout at them for spending time with those other people and not spending time with you. Absolutely. That friend will stop wanting to be a friend with you. Yeah. So your friend wants you to be excited about seeing them, wants you to be at ease when they come and go, and you want them to, and, and your friend wants you to love them. Mm. And so what I did was I realized that I was continuing practicing the negative emotions when it came to money. And so what I started doing is every night and every morning, I would put my phone on a three-minute counter. And then what I'll do is for three minutes, I would force myself to be excited about money coming into my life. I would just feel the joy of it coming, the ease that it would give me, the, the sort of just the fun part of it. And then for three minutes, when my alarm went off, I would then put myself into a state of ease, of relaxation, of trusting that it's coming. And then the third part of it is actually taking some money into your hand and saying, I love you. You've done nothing wrong to me. I don't know why I've been taught to hate you. You're giving me lots of uh, luxuries, lots of convenience. You're able to put my kids through education. I'm able to have a nicer house when you spend more money with me, more time with me. And so it's really about developing a relationship 
warmth, of excitement, of ease and love with the topic of money. I'm talking to John Sanai. He is a futures strategist and we're talking about transforming your relationship with money. John, uh, I, I thought I'd learned a fair bit in the last while that I'd been doing this, but I've learned something even better now. And, and I, I just love this energy that you have with regards to uh, money and not just seeing it as a means to an end or something that comes in and just pays the bills. Would this be the way that we go about um, changing um, our response to money This that you've explained so, now? Yeah, so firstly, that's the emotional base, right? Mm-hmm. The second thing that we want to do is we want to uh, treat money with very clear specific specificity. And so by this, I mean, let's just backtrack after money and let's talk about a holiday that you went on. Right? Mm-hmm. When you and your family holiday, let's say you caught a flight to Durban, and when you get to the airport, you know exactly what time to get to the airport, you know exactly what flight to get on, you know exactly which transfer is picking you up, what hotel you're staying in, how much pocket money you have, what the weather is going to be like. I mean, you know everything about that weekend that you're going away with your family with such yeah. specificity. Yeah. But when it comes to money, many of us don't have any specificity when it comes to money. We're mm-hmm. almost victims of whatever money wants to do with us, it can do. Mm. And then we complex not according to what we thought we had clarity on. But many people don't have clarity. So mm. the, third, the second section of the way I go about and what I've done with my research is intention, cadence, and container. Now, what those three things mean is what intention do you have of how much money you want to make? And most people say, well, I can't just throw a number out there. I said, yes, you can. The number must be just out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And just keep focusing on that number because you don't know where that money is coming from. You have no idea. You know, uh, abundance comes to us in many, many different ways. Mm-hmm. The second thing is cadence. Is how often do you want to make that number? Do you want to make it every two weeks? Do you want to make it every month? You know, money is an energy. We must, we must give it the, the respect that it is. It, it comes to us in many, many different ways. Like I said to you, don't you know some people that always make money no matter what's going on in the economy? These mm-hmm. people have got very clear intentions. They've got very clear cadence. And then the third one is container. In other words, and container is twofold. One, what do you want to do with the money? And so you must have clarity with what you want to do with the money. And secondly, is your container big enough to be able to hold the amount of money that you want? Because a lot of people want money, but the minute it arrives in their account, it's almost got a sieve in it, right? It's falling <laughs> yeah. out that account. They can't stop spending it. They're continuously like, oh, I can't have so much money in my <laughs> And so we realize that if you don't have clarity of intention, if you don't know how much the cadence or how often you want to make it, and you don't know the clarity of the container that you want to use that money for, and also that your container is waterproof, that it's not leaking mm. out, because a lot of people's containers leak, yep. then what you've done now created is an emotional relationship with money, as well as clarity of intention, cadence, and container about money. Now. This is not a silver bullet because it's something you have to practice because many, many people are unfit when it comes to their relationship with money. They're almost like overweight. And so what do you do when you're overweight? You start going to gym, you start Mm -hmm. getting a nutritionist, you go to a massage, whatever it is that you do. But this is a process for you to become fit. And the money is the same thing. It is a process Mm -hmm. of you going through the the emotional cadence, I mean the emotional frequency, and then the intentionality cadence and container process. And it took me, I would say about, I I suppose it took quite a while for me to unlearn all Mm. the habits that I picked up from my parents. But really, once I started to understand the tool sets, within months, 
my relationship with money had changed and my whole my whole access to abundance had shifted dramatically. John, this is a fascinating subject and I can carry on speaking to you for much longer than we have. And what I want to know is if people, anybody listening now would like to know more, where can they get your books? How can they access more of this wisdom from you? Well, thank you so much. My name is John Sane, which is S-A-N-E-I. Out of the seven and a half billion people on earth, I'm the only John Sane. What a fluke that is. Wow. Um, so across all my social channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and also my books are in uh, Take A Lot's exclusive books. So there's four books. One's called What's Your Moonshot, Magnetize, Foresight, and Future Next. So yes, please engage with me, ask me questions. I'm always happy to share. John Sinai, Future Strategist, thank you so much for your time and your wisdom and this perspective this morning. I really appreciate this. My pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. That was John Sinai, and uh, he is a future strategist talking about transforming your relationship with money. Wow. All I can say is that is wisdom that we don't hear every day uh, when it comes to money. So seek him out on uh, social media and uh, uh, take the conversation further. This is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM in the zone with you until 12 o'clock today.